Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Happy New Year, everybody. Yes, a very, very, very happy and uh, hopefully more prosperous and enjoyable New Year. Please God, yes. Goodness me. Goodness me. We are troopers, all of us, aren't we, to have got through last year. Indeed. uh, Here comes 2021 and... Yes. Don't know about you guys, but we certainly enjoyed some very naughty parties. We certainly did. Joan, (laughs) you were on a a yacht with Leo DiCaprio, I I understand. I was, I was. very sadly, his uh, model girlfriend, bride-to-be, uh, fell overboard. Oh, no. um, yes. Yes, I saw her. She was quite drunk, bending over. I helped her. I mm. was trying to help her look for something. Mm. I could see that something was floating in the sea. And uh, I just gave her a wee lift up and uh, turned away. Next thing I know, she's... Uh, oh. Mm. So yeah. it was just me and Leo, which was... And I understand uh, you couldn't find a life belt and... Uh, I didn't, know. Oh. I just couldn't see properly. Uh, mm. And um, yeah, so it ended up as me and Leo. And uh, I get very frightened at night, as you know. So mm. I had to share a cabin with him. Oh. And, uh, um, and uh, I also needed... Uh, Oh, just to be held. You know how it is. I know, Joan, absolutely well. Of course, I was, um, well, I was alone uh, to all intents and purposes at Christmas, although I uh, was um, invited to a wonderful, very naughty, wonderful theatrical party. Oh, yes. uh, All the great and the goods and, uh, goodness me, some champagne was drunk and uh, some uh, fumbling in cupboards was had, Joan. (laughs) So tell me who was there. Was Tom Stoppard there and Trevor Nunn? Absolutely, Tom and Trevor and uh, naughty, naughty. Little uh, Adrian Noble, of course. Oh, yes. Adrian's lovely, isn't he? The way he always snatches at his balls. He does have a fiddle hit now and then, but uh, no, he's a wonderful fellow. And uh, yes, all the greats, all the goods and the greats. Uh, Ken Branner, of course, oh, Judy. Yes. and uh... Yes. I love how all, a lot of these uh, actory, theatre types, these directors and so forth, do have this sort of. Uh, Almost little boyish way of sort of fiddling about with their trousers. It's like these um, guys who they call it sagging, don't they? Where they wear the low drop trousers and they've got the hands down the front mm. warming up their crotches. Mm. I don't know uh, quite what the thinking is there. Oh, it's terribly endearing though, isn't it, mm. Joan? As you say, it's rather little boy, it's rather innocent and sweet, although mm. not always, mm. um, incidentally, but uh, quite a glint in many an eye at that party. Mahmoud was there, of course, oh, Joan, before lovely. he was flying over to join you on Leo's yacht. Yes, and, uh, that was fun. They oh. get on so well, yes. Leo and Mahmoud. And, uh, I mean, Leo being a vegan, I find a bit tricksy, but mm. he's, he's one of the very few vegans who gets away with it. Body-wise, he's very ripped. Yes. uh, No, we love our meat, don't we, Joan? And uh, I'm stuffed to the gills over Christmas (sighs) because I was on the keto diet, um, and I decided just to really go for it. And so I only ate meat. Mm. 
Mm. I mean, pounds and pounds and pounds of it, mm. uh, which obviously has compacted my my stools even more. Yeah. So I haven't been since uh, I think it was October 2020. Right. Mm. Yeah. So that's yeah. So well, I imagine at some point there'll be a, a minor. Uh, incident and uh, you'll have to nip off sharpish but uh, let's hope it's not today Jen. Yes. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Uh, shall we shall we crack on yes let's crack on let's save the world <laughs> dear jill and jerica over christmas my husband made quite a few jibes about my cooking and my weight and then afterwards demanded intercourse through it which he farted i felt very low as he told me i was hard to look at and smelt moldy down below During the night, I awoke from a dream to find myself stabbing him in the side with my hair scissors. He was so drunk he didn't stir, but in the morning he had bloody pyjamas. I told him it was an unexpected period. What should I do? Claire Solligrep from Wiltshire. Oh, well, goodness, goodness, Claire, uh, you have got yourself in a pickle here, haven't you? Uh, Gosh, where do we, where do we, where do we start with this one? I'm quite surprised that she's still having periods. Yes, you'd have thought they'd have stopped uh, with the weight. Let's really, uh, you know, get down to the brass tacks of this. Essentially, this woman has attempted to slaughter her husband during the night with some hairdressing scissors. Yes. Uh, she claims that she was in a dream. So mm. I think she's going for some kind of attempted manslaughter, mm. you know, mm. while Diminished sleepwalking. Diminished responsibility or something like that. The bottom line is she's she's a murderous woman yes. who's taken it out on this poor guy and then tried to fob him off with the idea that she somehow bled all over the side of his trunk. The other thing is, obviously, they had intercourse after the, the dinner, which oh, she yes. didn't like. And she complained about him oh. farting, which we've talked about how nice that can be. I think it's fun. There's nothing wrong with a little puff during intercourse, um, or several pumping. Yeah, so she said he farted throughout. Yeah, so that's obviously a pumping, what we call the pumping puff of wind as you force the penis in and out of the vagina or anus, dependent on, or mouth, dependent on what your practice particularly is that day. Yes, I mean, Harry Solagreep has a very, very large bottom. Yes. And I would think that a lot of the wind could get quite trapped in there mm. with those buttocks slapping together, as Absolutely. you say, during, during yeah. the Yeah, and if there's a lot of wind, of course, that starts to agitate the anal cheeks and those will flap in and out as well and to, to sort of be a double, almost like an echo effect with the wind passing back and forth. And sometimes it can go back up the anus with the the sort of hiatus that's, that's occurring um, and then come out in a double, in what we call a double emittance, um, which can be accompanied by fluids, of course, because there's a lot of volcanic, almost volcanic action going on there at that point with the pressure and the and the pumping. It's, it's actually something to be embraced, not criticised. Right. I feel terribly sorry for Harry Solligree. Well, yeah, so not least why has he had to have stitches with these? Well, uh... yeah, she doesn't go into any further detail. I mean, what should you do? I think the first thing you should be doing is turning yourself into the police. Mm. Which is as good as, hasn't she, writing in? Yes, it's certainly something that we can report we will report. We're very friendly with the local bobbies. Yes, absolutely. Keith and Ahmed, who come up and down the street even now, don't they? Bless them with their hats on. Uh, oh, I love it that they wear the old-fashioned hats. Mm, yes, and they look absolutely wonderful, the two of them, um, walking up and down. And uh, Good morning, and uh, any sign of any suspicious anything, this and that. And No, it's wonderful. The police are doing a marvellous job and, and good for them. But yes, they'll probably be able to knock at your door, Claire, any moment now, I would suggest, actually. So mm-hmm. maybe pack a little bag and uh, give your solicitor a, a call. And I would think about what you want to be doing whilst you're in prison. It's likely mm. to be, well, it will be an all-women one. There might be some 
transgender guys in there. Yes. There's all kinds of things to, to prepare yourself for, I yes. think, Claire. You may be able to lose some weight in there, and that's one advantage. Yes. Um, Although I think apparently they it's quite stodgy food, isn't it? I'm not sure how much fruit and fresh fruit and veg you're gonna get. So maybe pop some of those in your suitcase. But I do understand that quite a lot of women do bulk up in, in mm, prison. Mm, um, mm. there's a sort of letting yourself go mentality, unfortunately, in a lot of Her Majesty's uh, institutions for the ladies but you know I mean maybe start an aerobics group in there or something and uh, you know Zumba absolutely and of course they're very violent places so I think you're going to fit right in with your, your hair scissors yeah so pop those in the bag too maybe for uh, defence of defence but very best of luck Claire and uh, um, regards to, to Harry Harry hello absolutely yes good day to you both <laughs> Dear Joan and Jerrica, I'm a young mum with a gorgeous three-year-old boy and I enjoy taking him to playgroups, having tea and biscuits with other mums. Recently, though, I've had some criticism of the way I feed him. I was brought up on my mother's regurgitated food and thrived as a result. When others were around me, caught endless sniffles and bugs. But when I try to feed my son with my own regurgitations, I get critical looks and comments from my peers. What should I do? I don't want to give up a practice that both my son and myself enjoy and benefit from. And that's Pamela Eastwick from Steens. Mm, mm. Well, of course, this is a, a practice that uh, was very, very common in Victorian times, um, in particular, where mums would um, chew up food, swallow it, and then bring it back up for mm, the, for the mm, baby mm. to eat. Um, it's a perfectly normal, perfectly healthy way of feeding a child. It's gone out of fashion um, a little bit now, hasn't it, Joan? Mm. Um, but uh, yes, it's tricky. It's, uh, it's one of those debates... Um, you know, people say I don't want to see someone regurgitating in public. It's obscene. It's unnecessary. It's like the breastfeeding thing, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. It's, it's a very, very similar, if not identical, sort of problem. Really, where people object to, you know, a simple, natural moment of a of a mum popping her fingers down her throat and uh, bringing up, you know, uh, ready ready mashed baby food. Mm. Um, oh, what it means, of course, is that the child can have access to far more advanced and sophisticated foods. Mum can have a nice steak or oysters or um, something yes. really tough and uh, baby can benefit from Indeed. that. Indeed, and the great news, of course, is that the mum then doesn't uh, put all the calories on in her own body. Absolutely, um, it's a so two-edged sword. It's a symbiotic um, mm. relationship. I know both you and I have done this with our own children. I did this um, just on special occasions, mm. uh, birthday parties, uh, sometimes at Christmas, or occasionally if the children were very upset about something, I would uh, uh, just bring up a little bit of, of sick and, uh, you know, pop it into their mouths. Um, now, mine would often cry. Mm. Um, I think it's an emotional response to mm. a very intimate act. Yes. Um, well, it's sort of reassuring and frightening at the same time, isn't it? Because you've got mm. that uh, sort of sticky bile sort of taste, uh, which the child initially will find difficult, but then the very soothing... Um, you know, you've got all the nutrients. Yes, and you've got the feeling that you've really had a bit more of mum. Because I think for lots of children, yes, and you know they've they've been in the womb, they've had that super time, and Mm. then now they come in whatever way. Mm. uh, It's it's a traumatic shock, and of course this is a lovely way of, in a way, being back inside mum. 
Absolutely, yes, yes, indeed. And in fact, um, some mums are, are now injecting regurgitated food into the child's belly button um, yes. so that he has the experience of being back in the womb. They'll pop the child in the bath, lots of nice warm water, um, get a sort of beat machine, you, get to, you can get white noise on your phone, heartbeat or whatever, mm-hmm. and then just inject some regurgitated food into the to child's belly button. And, uh, and it's very calming, very soothing. If a child's had a difficult day at nursery or at school, mm-hmm. um, or if they're, you know, um, it's sixth form or they've gone into a new job, um, this is one way of really calming um, somebody down. Absolutely. I mean, I don't really know what Pamela should do apart from perhaps move to a different area. Staines mm. isn't renowned for being the most forward-thinking very, very, of places. No, they're very backward. Um, and I think you've only got to look at nature and birds, the way birds feed their young. Yes. It's exactly the same. Exactly. It's not, not that weird. Yes, um, you don't see the other bird mums going, oh, that's disgusting, that's unhealthy. No, no, no. And um, I found in later life certain sexual partners also mm. loving this absolutely and there's nothing wrong with it at all to be honest uh, with you and uh, pamela so uh yes move move i think is mm. what uh, joan and mm. i are saying mm. i don't know where would you suggest joan um well i think coastal towns yes. are a little easier at times yes. um, stroud you get these types who live on barges we've talked about them they don't wash um they'd probably uh, not be cocking their snook at that yes i would avoid a sort of insular community like anglesey would mm. you joan you need to find an online community of regurgitators mm. Mm. and there will be one out there believe me I mean, there's everything now isn't there joan and of course as i say a lot of adults like this uh, a lot of ladies like it when their partners do it to them or sick into their vaginas mm. Um, mm. all of that kind mm. of thing and again you know there's nothing wrong with that often the vaginas you find with an older lady you've got a drying drying vagina um a little bit of regurgitation into that drying vagina can soften and moisten it all up so you know it's there's nothing wrong with it most of my husbands um i tried this out on um particularly if i was trying to keep my figure i Mm. would i would gorge on uh, you know a huge um steak supper some burgers and uh, a curry and you know i love my cream cake so i'd have a big old uh, big old yes and then i would vomit (laughs) into um my lover's mouth um as part of sex play, really. Yes, absolutely. I mean, a lot of men uh, very much enjoy this. Uh, just as they're about to climax, they'll uh, grip heavily and firmly, grip the end of the penis uh, between thumb and forefinger and mm. really squeeze incredibly hard, which mm-hmm. will stop the ejaculate in its tracks. Mm. Um, and if at that moment lady vomits into his mouth, um, but he releases that down his gullet and then he lets go of the thumb and forefinger and, um, you know, he swallows hard and at the same time shoots out this enormous ejaculate which often then will uh, interestingly will then taste of what the lady has just regurgitated mm. into his mouth so you'll get that wonderful you'll get a you'll get a whole pork roast coming um if he if he then ejaculates into the lady's mouth mm-hmm. um uh, following this uh, he, she'll get a rush of a pork roast and a rush of a sticky toffee pudding back into her system so That's it's a, a lovely it's a way to you know mm. have a second helping really. exactly and it, actually the practice is called second helpings and in fact some of our listeners may already be fully aware of it mm. but it's a bit of fun and uh, can spice up the bedroom uh, very very nicely wonderful dear joan and jerica i'm an active lesbian in my mid-40s with great boobs and fantastic banter but i'm having trouble attracting the types of girls i like i'd heard there was a perfume that attracts other lesbians if so where can i get it and where do i spray it mary piper torbay ah oh, hello mary it's um, mary 
Oh, Mary. Mm. Oh, goodness. Mm. Mary Piper. Mm. Well, not funny name, isn't it? Lovely. Well, it's very pretty, but uh, rather odd for a, a lesbian Well, I suspect, lady. Um, you know, these types of names and these types of women usually come from sort of the types of parents who probably live on a barge with a, a bit of a raggedy old jumper, stripy jumper and uh, dreadlocks. Mm. And a dirty dog romping around and leaving bits of mess hither and thither. Exactly, there's joysticks bent over, mm. sort of burning away, and mm, little roll quilt that hasn't been washed for decades, and uh, probably homeschooled, and uh, all these types of things, and therefore they come up with these sort of names. Indeed, and of course Torbay is not that far from Totnes, which no. is teeming with yes. not just lesbians, but these types of people these who lesbian... live on the fringes of society. Friends, yes. Um. Well, uh, firstly, um. It's an odd one, this, isn't it? She says she has what? Fantastic... Great boobs and fantastic banter. Great boobs and fantastic banter. Two very, very key um, elements, I'd say, for a successful lesbian. Mm. Um, Certainly Cardinal's very proud of her boobs, Mm. uh, which um, are very, very large. She's Mm. had them enhanced, actually, several times. But, Mm. uh, you know, those are sort of pride She wasn't born with those, was she? No, she she wasn't born with any boobs, Joan. Um, Baby girls, normally, as we know, have got a little bit of boobage. Um, some mm. more than others you'll get some little babies coming out with quite big breasts mm. um, which is great for a little girl isn't mm. it and fun and fills out the sort of christening gown in rather a nice way um, and so this awful flat flat as a pancake sort of shape that little mm. babies little babies are oh, very hard to distinguish boys yeah. from girls when they're like that isn't That's it but it. a little bit of uh, a little bit of lumping on the on the on chest the is very nice. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So, um, yeah, so so well done on the on the boobs, um, and that is going to give you a massive head start because we know lesbians like a big handful, mm. um, don't like a flat-chested girl. I think the the key driver for a lot of lesbians is just these big old boobs that mm. they see paraded about. Uh, in front of them and uh, they just want to get get a grab I think in Mary's case mm. she though is when she says she's not attracting the types of lesbians she would like to she's after these very sort of French looking girls oh, with yes. just the very pert just budding boobs uh, the sort of little cropped gamine hairstyle oh yes uh, you know very clean chic looking girls yes um, which obviously isn't what Mary herself is all about. No. And uh, when you get a lesbian like her, uh, yes, she has the fantastic boobs, but in her photo, she's quite a galumphing gal. Mm. Um, mm. And actually, a lot of the boob is fat, isn't it? Yes. Joan? And and, and uh, these types of women can be quite threatening to mm. these little waif-like, ethereal Sweet little lesbians. French girls yes. um, who aren't doing anyone too much harm, are they? But not taking up too much space. And mm. they're uh, sort of rather flitting about and... Uh, you know, a lot of men like these little French lesbians, don't mm. they, Joan? But I think they'd be hard pushed to like Mary Piper. Mm. Um, so she may be struggling a bit in the in in the world. I mean, this perfume she speaks of that mm. attracts other lesbians. Mm. I know Cardinal tried that for a while. Yes, Gush. Mm. Um, it's a, a a make. It's called Gush. Essentially, they've mixed together this spray scent of um, I think it's uh, a female giraffe. Um, the genitals of giraffes are very similar to uh, human vagina. Mm. Um, giraffes are stimulated in a very similar way to a lady. Um, and so you get this uh, this gush 
perfume where they've got a mixed giraffe with all sorts of lovely simony uh, sort of pine coney smells and and, mm. and uh, very carefully selected by um, woody smells are quite indeed. woody aren't they and sort of like yes. uh, foresty indeed and, uh, and then a hint of citrus because of course ladies love citrus mm. um, particularly the lesbians they tend to eat more citrus fruits they do don't they, they, and, do. Uh, they, they like, like oranges they yeah, like fish with lemon indeed. and that sort of thing. Indeed. Gin easy. and tonic with lemon. Yeah, that's it. Easy peelers. So I mean, everyone loves an easy peeler. Who doesn't love an easy peeler, really, Joan? Uh, which is why they're so popular, particularly at Christmas. Mm. But um, so simple, aren't they? And, uh, and uh, wonderful when it when it just falls off, when the, the outer coating of the fruit just sort of tumbles away in your hands and you can crush the whole thing. It's a little... Little treat and you pop the whole thing in your mouth. Absolutely and, uh, gorgeous, and juicy, and perfect. And that's it. A little bit of juice trickling down your chin as you hop on the tube or get on the bus or hail a taxi. Mm. Uh, and I think that's exactly what Mary Piper is looking for mm. in a, a lesbian friend for herself mm. would be a sort of juicy little mm. easy peeler. A little easy peeler, but unfortunately, um, not being too judgmental, I think poor old Mary needs to have a little look in the mirror. Um, well, one thing I would say is she probably needs to have a bath because mm. it's all very well. This perfume can only do so much That's for it. you. That's it. I mean, yes, there are places that do it. You can get it online. You can get it from, um, you know, upmarket mm. uh, places. Mm. Harvey Nicks or... Exactly. Liberties. Those sort of places mm. will do it for these exclusive, more exclusive, high-powered lesbians. Yes, which uh, is not uh, merry, is it? Not really, far from it um so yes i'd say mary take joan's advice have a wash get some fresh pants and a fresh bra and uh yes i don't know think about doing some sit-ups or something um tone up this bod uh, has really gone to all skew with hasn't it joan mm. really if you want these little french lesbians you know they're going to be very much after something a bit more um quaffed even mm. if they do like the big boobs which they do mm. i know mm. um and the banter um, you know, they're not going to want somebody who's uh, clearly let themselves go in this barge, mm. barge manner. Um, so yes, I'd say scrub yourself up and um, and go right uh, back to us when you when you're a little bit more presentable. Indeed, indeed. Mm. But thank you for writing in. Listeners may not know that we actually have a book coming out and audiobook. Yes, indeed. So that's uh, both in uh, print form and in oral. Yes, oral. Absolutely. We all love a bit of oral. Everyone loves a bit of oral around Christmas, don't they, Joan? Oh, so yes. hopefully that will satisfy those with the big oral appetites around the festive season. Mm. It's called Dear Joan and Jerrica, Do's and Don'ts from Dating to Death. Uh, that's, Why he uh, turns away. Indeed. And full of tips and ideas of how oh. to keep your man happy absolutely quizzes recipes stories advice yes drawings absolutely letters um, and uh, and much much more much more horoscopes yes you name it we've got it we've got it in there including some very 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 highly personal stories mm-hmm. and uh, tales of our own lovely dear june and jerrica could you please tell me about your home labioplasty kits belinda too good horsley yes joan do you want to kick off with this one 
Absolutely. Well, yes, um, we started putting those on the market last year. Mm-hmm. Quite simply, Belinda, they range uh, in, in price. And mm. you can go to the website if you want to get hold of these. Yes. Um, yes. You know, there's uh, you, you'll see when you click on labioplasty kits that there are various uh, options. If you're looking to exta- expand your labia, and a lot of ladies now want a, true. a larger labia. It's true. And I think people get confused with this, don't they? So a lot of ladies of all creeds and race will uh, contact us and say, look, my labia are shriveled and uh, tiny, have have sprung right back inside after childbirth or, you know, people who've had accidents where their labias have been chopped. Or you can easily knock it off, can't you, with horse riding? Oh, you can, yes. I mean, you can crumple it up and knock it off quite easily if you're riding a particularly large uh, stallion or uh, mare. Or bikes, Bikes again. Uh, this trend for health and riding about the place. Yes, uh, not always good for you, ladies, to straddle a, a horse or jump on a mountain bike. So choose your exercise carefully. That would be the first thing to say. H- having said all that, if you have got a little shriveled labia uh, or both of them are shriveled and dried apricotty, we do do a kit where we've got some little weights that you attach to the apricots, for want of a better description, and those will draw those apricots down and separate them out sideways so you ending up with a more of a curtain than a, a, a little pulpy clump which a lot of ladies now have and those little weights can hang either side of the gusset so they'll just be pulling the lips down outside your panties that's right and in fact we sell some special underpants as well for ladies who prefer to have a particular underpant with the kit do we feel though what well, the question we're asked so often is is there an ideal looking vagina because we're talking about trying to make your labia bigger Mm. but of course there is the trend still in pornography for these um well we've talked about this before whether you're having an exploded sandwich or a closed or just a very neat a sort of almost um fleshless yes yes, tiny wrap tiny little tasty wrap Yes, I mean, you know, yes, there is an ideal labia, obviously. Of course there is, and that'll be one that's pretty unsullied, pretty untouched, and uh, sort of fresh fresh to the eye, as it were. And we come back again and again to the question of, is your labia too brown? Well, obviously, we're talking about that in regards to, I mean, goes without saying, a waxed labia. Mm. Uh, obviously, if you don't wax and you got a hefty bush then you're going to be not knowing really what color your skin is under there but whatever you don't want it to be brown unless you are a brown lady yes absolutely in which case obviously uh so what joan is talking about is the white white ladies or pale ladies who've for whatever reason sometimes through a fault of their own sometimes through no fault have ended up with a lot of smearing fecal smearing for variety of reasons ill health uh, poor diet carelessness yes getting modeled when they go to the toilet. Yes, wiping the wrong way around when mum's perhaps not made it clear, particularly who've people who struggle with left and right, people who can't read maps, all those sorts of people will struggle with uh, with wiping um, and will end up with a very brown, fecally uh, labia. So again, yes, we have a dyeing kit. Uh, you can get that in with the, with, the, with the main kit. And you can go any colour from a sort of pretty, pretty poly pink right through to a sort of titanium white, Bob Ross titanium white, 
or a sort of peachy some ladies like that kind of mm. summer peach absolutely and again you can change change it up change it down depending and freckles on can be very cute oh, freckles there. are gorgeous freckles very... says young freckles says cheeky mm. freckles says i'm naughty yes i'm naughty and i'm up i'm up, I'm up for things <laughs> which guys you know obviously quite quite understandably get very excited about of course um, now labioplasty would imply just the labia mm. but of course there are the inner there's the, the majora and the minor yes and of course we're looking at taking down any of the extra as you've talked about before the blades yes that can hang and fall and tumble yes from yes. The, uh, folding, the central folding and crumpled blades being a very nasty perplexing condition that a lot of ladies find very distressing and a lot of gentlemen quite rightly when they're sort of hoovering about down there and having a good old sort of rumble rumble in the jungle you know so clearly that's going to affect a large part of of you know the sex lives lives in general of of a lot of people across the country up and down and 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 abroad incidentally absolutely and so what we're actually looking at within the kit is really a sort of mini hoover that sort of snips and snops off those nasty little dribbly bits yes and hoovers up and clears up and reforms and reshapes it's a it's a wonderful little machine so do check that out well worth it does that answer belinda's question i do hope so i would have thought so Mm. oh well goodness me i think that's all once again that we have time for joan and uh, oh dear we've come to the end of another series yes and i always feel teary uh to have to say goodbye to all our wonderfully troubled uh listeners out there yes seem even more demented and unbalanced than ever before absolutely really and uh, all we would say is you know we will be here do keep your letters coming in we will be back to help you and uh, see you through the next dark dark period of your lives we're going to be setting up a new thing whereby we have a sort of mobile uh, problem van uh, where we drive around the city Mm. i mean we don't drive we have our drivers um, you know, for those of you really in need, uh, we can uh, offer offer help Indeed. Um, we'll, at a price. That's it. It is pretty pricey, but uh, we also have a helpline. Again, it's pay per minute, so it will be uh, uh, not cheap, but uh, absolutely it nine worth pounds. It. Per minute? It's £9 a minute, Joan, mm, for the first mm. five minutes, and then it goes up to £18, just because our time is very, very valuable and there'll be a lot of people trying to get through. Um, but do give us a call. Um, do book the van for a, a mobile visit. Um, you and can actually get to stay the night in the van, but again, that will take you up to three to £4,000. Yes, that's sort of the equivalent of, I don't know, luxury cruise or going into space. Mm. Um, but yes, Joan and I will pop in and out during the night just to check your temperature and make sure you're all right and uh, give you a glass of water and what have you. And we do offer the, the non-thermometer version uh, as they would have done in the old days. Indeed. So uh, so do keep in touch, for goodness sake. And Joan and I, have got, of course, have got the Joan and Jerrica Foundation now where we give grants to um, people in need. Um, so, But uh, we will receive donations for that uh, fund as well. So please keep the money yes. coming in. And the Joan and Jerrica School of Acting yes. uh, that we've just set up. Yes, dance and drama yeah um, joan leads one ballet class a year and i'll be doing a drama voice workshop um, every so often dropping in um so hopefully that will be of great benefit for you too uh hope that's helpful and we look forward uh, we hope to hearing from you and receiving all your large donations happy 2021 god bless
the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.